Hi, I'm Phil. I'm a compulsive overeater and a 100-pounder in the program. Grateful to be a 100-pounder tonight. Um, So before I start, I'm just going to ask God to send me where he wants me to go, to do what he wants me to do, and to say what he wants me to say. And that's a prayer that I always say every single day now as I've started really connecting with my higher power And I don't know what God is for me. I consider it time, the universe. You know, things are much greater than me that I have no control over because I am a 100-pounder. And before, I was a control freak. Like, every single thing that I did, I had to be in full control. And Phil's way never worked. And when Phil was in control, he managed to get all the way up to 400 pounds. And I can remember days where I struggled to walk across a single room without being out of breath. I can't tell you how many chairs I broke. Um, I wore out shoes constantly. There were lots of problems I went through, and it was painful. And every time that I would think about going on a diet... And I tried almost everything. I'm 35 years old today, and I came into program four or five years ago now in 2019. But up until that point, I tried a lot of things. And the doctors even suggested weight loss surgery. But I have ants that are overweight that lost the weight on the surgery, but they gained it all back. So I knew that the weight loss surgery wasn't going to work for me either. And... You know, outside of that today, I'm about 260 pounds. I've released 140 that I've maintained through the program, and I continue to work at losing more, but it's on God's time, not really on my time, because when I'm in control, I find that I only gain weight. When I'm in control, I find that I'm stressed out, that I'm anxious, that random things happen to me, like I lose my vision here and there, And that's all stress and anxiety I've learned. And it's a miracle that this program really came into my life when I was at a low because it taught me all of this. And there's just so many miracles that the program gave me. Before I get into those miracles, I just want to give you an idea of what it was like growing up. My parents were very disconnected, and I was an only child, and... As I've learned through a lot of work in this program, my parents didn't really talk to each other. Like, they were there, but, you know, they didn't really do anything outside of take care of my physical needs. And because I was so isolated, like, I was bored a lot of the time, so I ended up turning to food a lot. And food was kind of my way of keeping myself busy and out of their mind and out of their sight. And they were happy and I was happy, and it seemed to be fine. And at a young age, I learned how to eat tons of fast food because my parents never cooked. And I also learned how to binge. And I never really looked at it as binging, but I would eat enormous quantities of food every single day. And I was the biggest kid in my class when I was in school. And I didn't quite understand why. Thankfully, I avoided most of the bullying. Maybe I was oblivious to it. I don't really know, but... I went through life pretty numb, and I didn't really understand what was going on, but I just kind of went with it because it seemed normal to me, and I didn't know any other way. So my first experience at a restaurant was when I was 17, and my aunt took me, 
And I ended up ordering two entrees, which was way too much food. But then I ate it all. So I probably ate about 5,000 calories worth of food right there because the restaurant entree is a lot of food. And, you know, it's any wonder why I got up to 400 pounds in college. But then I said in college, well, you know what? I really need to lose weight. I befriended a friend in the nutrition sciences program, and he convinced me to take a course. I was an engineering student, so it wasn't really my curriculum, but I took a course on nutrition. And I lost a lot of weight on that, just to relapse and put it all back on. And our program teaches us about that first compulsive bite. I did not know anything about that at this time because I didn't have the tools of how to manage my weight. And it was all about my weight. I really wanted to just lose the weight, and then everything would be fine. And, you know, that's kind of where I was. And then I moved to New York City from Buffalo in 2011, and I discovered my love of walking, and I lost a little bit of weight just to put it back on. And... You know, then I started having all these health issues where they discovered I had all the typical obesity-related illnesses, like my neck artery is 50% blocked. You know, that was discovered when I was in my mid-20s, and that was highly unusual. I had sleep apnea. I had high blood pressure, high cholesterol, you know, all of the typical stuff that you would hear. And also, I was screaming into a pillow every single night to relieve my stress because I got sucked into my work. I just worked around the clock because I didn't realize, but I was numbing. And numbing takes a lot of work. And, you know, this is kind of where I was before a program. So I entered in 2019 into a room near Times Square, and that night they asked me how all of this was working. And... (laughs) That's a really difficult question because how is it working for you? If if I'm really honest with myself, it sucks. So I decided, you know what, I'm in a 12-step program. Why don't I try doing the 12 steps? That makes sense, right? So step one, powerlessness. Step one, I've done a lot of work on in 2019. I revisited in 2021, and then I recently revisited again. And I've done it through the OA 12 and 12. I've done it through the workshop book with a group of 12 participants. And I am currently working on the steps in the Big Book way, which was kind of taken from the Joe and Charlie program that I've been told about. And I got really interested in said, I want to strengthen my recovery, and I want really deep recovery. Because there's some people in program that just hold on to a very deep level of recovery They seem very spiritual, and that's kind of what I've been working towards because I feel like, with me at least, the weight was really a physical representation of my spiritual illness and of all the resentment I was feeling. And in the big book, it even says resentment and self-pity are two of the number one killers. And it's really, really fascinating, but I have really learned that The more resentment I release and the more I forgive and the more I make amends, the lower my weight goes. And it's a one-to-one correlation, and I can't mistake it anymore. At first, I tried to, you know, rationalize and all of that, but that ended up being character defects. But this idea of step one is, is being powerless. When I start eating, 
I have a reaction to food where I can't stop. For instance, in 2016, my boss was going to rearrange the furniture and put us in an organization. And in my will, and my self-will run right, as the big book puts it, I got really mad at my boss. So what did I do that night? I visited my favorite fast food restaurant, and I ate 17 of these um, items from it. And it was an enormous amount of food. I want to say it was at least 20,000 calories, maybe more. And I was wondering why I came to late the next day. <laughs> well, I ate an enormous amount of food. That's why I came to late. But I ended up hurting myself. And I heard something genius yesterday, which I never really thought of. But I heard this idea of I like to prolong the pain. And the more I suffer from stuff like this, that's my addict tendency because I want to isolate. I want to be in pain. I'm powerless over this. In fact, the big book, if you really, really tear it apart a little bit, even points out this idea of this thing is both, food for me at least is a medication. So it both stimulates and sedates me at the same time. And what I've learned is it's very difficult for me to get away from this powerful effect because it's both keeping me alive and it's numbing me. And that's a very powerful combination for me. And I'm just powerless over it. And work does the same thing in some regards, but food is my number one killer. And it really, really was killing me. So I had to learn a better way of letting go of it because these diets didn't work, knowledge didn't work, you know, intellectualizing was probably the worst thing I ever did in my character defects for this. So I had to learn how to find something that could help me with this. And that's when I got to step two. And the OE 12 and 12 even called me out in the beginning of their step two where it says that I would go get things in the dead of night. I've driven miles. Well, I walked miles and miles in college to get my favorite food items in the middle of the night. No joke. And I then would try to be evil to other friends of mine and get them the same items because I thought I was leveling the playing field because I was so big and they were skinny, so I would buy it to get them fat. And, you know, I had to make a lot of amends about that, too. So, you know, moving on to step three, the spirituality, I have a motive. I have a motive to see things just. I want justice. And justice and God don't quite get along together. And it was pointed out to me that if I'm really going to be spiritual, I'm going to believe that the universe, my concept of God, is going to seek justice and make things right. It's not up to me to need to do everything. Like, I was trying to do my job and the job of 50 other people. And I was trying to seek justice. I was trying to people please. I was trying to do literally everything. And that got tiring. But another thing I was doing was I was trying to shove down all my feelings. And what I've learned is emotions are there to get my needs met. So what I ended up doing is it takes an enormous amount of force and numbing to push down emotions. And I learned from a young age that it was proper to do this for my parents who are also obese. So this is multi-generational. And I'm working on breaking the mold. 
So I had to learn how to try something new. And it was suggested to me, why not try crying? Why not try crying about all of your experiences? I did, and it was incredibly freeing. And also, as I released emotions and feelings more and more, I've learned a lot of the anxiety, that dizziness, those medical problems are reversing. They're going away. It's magic. And it's a gift as a program because now I am able to trust that the universe is going to take care of what it needs to do. My boss is going to do his job. If he does a bad job, the universe will take care of it. The universe will seek justice. It's not up to me. I'm powerless. I don't need to do anything but my little bit of work that God wants me to do. So then step four, I really had to get all of this on paper. And I still do every single day as part of my step 10. But as I get all of this resentment, all of this, I'm trying to do everything myself on paper, it became very evident that I was trying to control. I was trying to take on way too much. And I was trying to numb. And the program and my sponsor in Step 5 really taught me over and over as I do more of these, I'm trying to control, I need to be emotional about I need to let go, and I need to follow God's will. And little by little, it's less of I need, and I just do it, as if I'm recoiling from a hot flame. The big book calls it that. I re- I literally react naturally now when food comes towards me as I release more and more of the resentment and feelings and fear. And speaking about fear, I was in California visiting a few weeks ago, and I visited a farm, and one of my greatest fears is snakes. I had one put around my neck. I needed to feel the fear. And you know what I learned? It wasn't that bad. In fact, I thought it was kind of interesting, and I faced one of my greatest fears. I wouldn't have done that without God in this program. So little by little, I'm seeing the miracle unfold beneath my very eyes, and the weight comes off. It really does, because I'm not holding on to this stuff anymore. So then, you know, the big book also points out to me that I've lost the power of choice. I really don't like weighing and measuring food, but I have agreed to give up my power once in a while to weigh and measure so that I can see what a portion size is. It's been incredibly helpful, too. So little by little, as I take my sponsor's suggestions, as I take program suggestions, I let go of these character defects, like my insecurities, impatience, mind reading, controlling, expectations, gossip, perfectionism, and people-pleasing, just to name a few of them, that I always recite every day, it becomes easier. So then step seven, I need to learn how to be more humble and ask, what would God want? It's not about Phil anymore. It's about God. Because I had my chance and I completely screwed it up. So I need to give that up. And it's taken a lot of work to get here. And I know I take back my control quite often, but as I practice letting God in and myself out and learn how to accept, it gets easier. Then 8 and 9, making my amends, of course. And then 11 and 12, really being more spiritual. This program, you know... Five-minute gentle reminder. Thank you for the five minutes. So I know that I've spoken a lot about God, although I don't believe this God is one of those religious gods or anything like that. I just look at his universe or time 
something that I'm aware of, because if I wait long enough, almost every time that I wait, the truth becomes quite clear to me, or the direction becomes clear where I need to go, what I need to do. So I can just wait if I need to, to do my part. And then, of course, 12 is all about having a spiritual awakening, understanding that I'm not alone. This disease is so isolating. And when I'm isolated, sitting on my couch, bored, I used to want to eat over it. Now, I pick up the phone. I make a phone call. I do some writing about what am I feeling right now. Or maybe I'll go to a meeting and connect with other people. It's so important that I make those connections. I am not alone. I need to feel like I'm a part of the flock of birds that we are because we're really a flock. We identify over this thing called we eat too much. We eat compulsively. We have bad food behaviors, if bad is even a word. I try not to judge it much anymore because even that's a character defect. But ultimately, I'm trying to move towards a healthier plane of living. And that's what the program really promises if I follow the steps, a healthier way of living where I don't have to see things black and white, but maybe there's a grayscale. Maybe there's a way forward. Maybe there's a way that I can feel happy, joyous, and free, as they say. So little by little, as I do the step work, I become more aware of my feelings. I become more aware of my emotions. They come up more. I become much more friendly with people and capable of connecting with them. And these are all things that go against the very grain of who I am because I grew up so isolated. But you know what the truth is? It's rewarding. And I don't think about weight today. I really don't. I don't think about the scale. I let nutritionists tell me what to do because I've lost my power of choice there. I don't need to think about it. It's none of my business. And little by little, that's what gives me true freedom to enjoy life as it comes, life on life's terms. You know what? Work never changed. Food never changed around me. But you know what? My perception has changed. And I... It's a true miracle, and, you know, if you're struggling out there like I was for many years, just remember, you aren't alone. There is a solution. It just takes a little bit of action, a little bit of willingness, and a little bit of praying to something that we like to call God, however we define God. And it just got to be something that's greater than us. And little by little, it will get better. It did for me, and I thought I was a hopeless case. So I'm very grateful to be here tonight with you, and I look forward to hearing shares. My name is Phil M. I'm based in New York City right now, Eastern Time, and my phone number is 716-801-0890. Once again, 716-801-0890. Thank you for having me. Take care.